We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good morning. I'm Eric Thomas, and here's what's happening. Getting right to it. If you didn't get to Tahoe for Ski Week, you're in luck. Mother Nature is sending snow to the Bay Area. KCBS's Matt Bigler joins us now live from the summit of the Santa Cruz Mountains, where the snow is already on the ground. Matt? Good morning again, Eric. The snow flurries have stopped for now, but there is a thin blanket of white over the ground here at the summit of the Santa Cruz Mountains, just enough to crunch under your feet. People are pulling off of Highway 17 to shoot videos, take pictures, write their names in the snow. Jose Torres was enjoying this twice-in-a-lifetime experience for him. So I've lived in San Jose my whole life. I am 30 years old, and I've seen it twice. Both times it's been off Highway 17, and you, you got to enjoy it while it, ha- you know, while it happens. I mean, you don't see it often. This time around, the snow level is expected to get very low, down to around 500 feet in some areas. Meteorologist Roger Goss with the National Weather Service says more snow is on the way. The snow showers this morning are going to really increase in coverage throughout the day today, and more so tonight as uh, we're going to see some higher snow amounts uh, beginning to pile up as we head into the overnight hours tonight. And by the end of this storm system, the highest peaks in the Bay Area, uh, like Mount Hamilton, Mount Tam, even the East Bay Hills could get up to 6 to 12 inches of snow. That's a lot of snow for the Bay Area. Now, one of the reasons it is snowing here is because it's so cold. Warming centers are also opening around the Bay Area. KCBS's Mike DeWald is live in Santa Rosa with more on that part of the story. Mike? Well, that's right, Matt. No snow here, but still a brisk, biting, bone-chilling cold. I'm outside the Caritas Center in downtown Santa Rosa. That's one of about a half dozen warming centers around Sonoma County. Now, it's quiet now, but people have been coming and going throughout the morning. It's a respite for those living on the street with few options. Chris spent the night here. This is probably one of the coldest nights of this year. Um, it's just going to get worse. Sonoma County officials issued a freeze warning that will remain in effect, and these centers will remain open overnight for the in the coming days. Matt Brown is a Sonoma County spokesperson. We do expect it to be freezing Thursday night into Friday morning and also Friday night into Saturday morning, potentially even Saturday night, too. The winds earlier this week caused more damage here than expected, and Paul Lowenthal with the Santa Rosa Fire Department says for now, it's all about keeping up with the unpredictable weather. The focus right now is what this additional weather is going to bring for us. Uh, We've seen some rain roll through the area already. Uh, We had some reports uh, yesterday uh, in the valley floor on the west side of Santa Rosa of some potential either snowflakes or flurries or hail, uh, kind of different reports. Reporting live in Santa Rosa, Mike DeWald, KCBS. Thank you, Mike, and Matt as well. KCBS Newstime 606. California lawmakers have started to drill down into how to deal with high gas prices. 
KCBS's Chris Carlo reports the state Senate committee looking at creating a penalty for windfall profits has met for the first time. This is part of the special session called in response to surging gas prices last year, as outlined by California Energy Commissioner Siva Gunda. In 2014, the difference was 40 cents, and in 2021, it grew to $1.14. On October 4, 2022, we reached an all-time high difference of $2.61. But the governor's pitch to create a price-gouging penalty was met with some skepticism. What I try to look for here is what the hell are the unintended consequences? That was Democratic Senator Bill Dodd of Napa, and the possibility of making the price problem worse was the line of attack from Western State Petroleum Association President Catherine Reese Boyd. Because of this isolated infrastructure and unique fuel blends, the state is especially sensitive to supply disruptions. But consumer watchdog President Jamie Court says that's an empty threat to protect profits. When the profits are double what your standard profits are when the profits are only eclipsed three times in the last 20 years. That's when a windfall is a windfall, and that's when we have to take it back as a state. Chris Ancarlo, KCBS. A GoFundMe with a $1 million fundraising goal has been set up to help a historic Oakland church rebuild after a big fire less than a week ago. But as KCBS's Jade Hernandez tells us, the city council member who represents the district where the church is located says history indicates this community will survive and thrive. Councilmember Carol Fife recalls the immediate phone calls after flames engulfed the inside of the first AME famed church in North Oakland. What they lost was the building. So that's why we need to make sure that they are able to uh, rebuild from the ashes because the legacy is here to stay. Councilmember Fife represents District 3. It's the very same district the church has been in for 69 years. One of the churchgoers said that this has happened in the past when fame was shook from its foundation during the Loma Prieta earthquake. They rebuilt then and they will rebuild now. FAME stands for First African Methodist Episcopal. The church known as the oldest black church in the East Bay currently has several ministries feeding to those in need and administering to those living in tent cities. The church also served hot lunches three times a week. Pastor Rodney Smith leads the congregation. What our ask is right now is for city officials, those who have resources, those who can step up to the plate today to say, hey, we'll take Tuesday to help feed. We'll take Wednesday to help feed. There's still people who are sleeping on our streets, down the street from the church. So his loss could, he hopes, raise more than money to help the people he served daily before the fire. Jade Hernandez, KCBS. An update now on the power outages left behind by the wind event we had a couple of days ago. PG&E says the Bay Area total of people still without electricity is about 22,776, and they are still working on getting those people uh, back on the grid. Six-day weather forecast. Here's Jessica Birch. Hey, good morning. We're already starting to see some light scattered showers pushing in from offshore. Heading into this afternoon, that's when the major wind event will start kicking up again. And to add to that, we're also going to be seeing plenty of snow and rain in the forecast into these overnight hours. Now, the snow is expected to push up anywhere from 1,500 feet to 2,000 feet and above. So, snow levels are capping out there. However, I will say this for the rest of us here in the Bay Area that live in the lower elevated areas, we're going to see plenty of rain especially starting into those overnight hours, anywhere from 9 o'clock tonight into our early morning commute hours tomorrow for our Friday forecast. 
It's going to be very hectic. The winds are going to stick around. We're also going to be seeing plenty of moisture. And to add to that, temperatures are going to dip well below freezing tonight, and that's going to allow for a lot of that snow in the higher elevated areas to accumulate. Heading into Saturday, that's when we're going to catch our first break from the storm. Heading into Sunday, we have more rain on the way, and that's how we're kicking off next work week. A meteorologist Jessica Birch with your KCBS KPIX First Alert forecast. With the mid-year elections having passed in November, we're in that period of time known as the invisible primary as the lead-up to the next presidential election. Here's KCBS's Alice Wirtz. With Senator Dianne Feinstein's announcement recently that she won't be seeking re-election, Democrats are lining up to take her seat. Mike Madrid, a political consultant with Grassroots Lab, was a guest on our state of California. He says voters could seal the state's fate for a long time. In each of the many lanes of the Democratic Party to determine who's going to win a Senate seat, that will probably remain in the same hands for another 24 years or so. With Kevin McCarthy as the current House Minority Leader, Madrid says that likely won't last. But I do not think that Republicans at this point in time are going to be able to hold on to the House. I think the prospects look very good on the Senate side. As for the presidential election, recall that last time, out of 16 candidates, Donald Trump got only 37 percent of the vote in the national primary, and he could take it again, according to Madrid. Donald Trump is the odds-on favorite for a number of reasons. He has a tremendous tactical advantage of controlling most of the state party operations. Alice Wirtz, KCBS. Oakland Assemblywoman Mia Bonta will no longer oversee the budget of the State Department of Justice, which is run by her husband, Attorney General Rob Bonta. Assembly Budget Committee Chairman Phil Ting this week temporarily reassigned all DOJ funding matters to a subcommittee not led by Mia Bonta, who is the current chair of the Assembly Budget Subcommittee on Public Safety. Mia Bonta this week said she would recuse herself from any budget decisions affecting the Department of Justice, but Singh says legislators believe his move is the cleanest way to avoid any perception of a conflict of interest. Berkeley State Senator Nancy Skinner has authored two bills that could change the landscape for California's electric vehicle market. One would limit sales of EVs to the manufacturer's suggested retail price. The other would require all EVs sold in California to adopt bi-directional charging technology, which would allow a vehicle's charged battery to be used as an outgoing power source. Skinner says her bills would make EVs more affordable and more attractive to consumers because they could use their car batteries to power their homes. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.